Welcome to Crime on Prime Time. My name is Kinsey Hughesman. I'm your host today, and this week I'm here with my three best friends. What's up, y'all? It's A-Rod. Emily. And Taylor. Welcome back, Taylor. We missed you last week. I know, I missed y'all. We didn't even tell everyone where you were at. We just skipped yeah, over. Just, yeah, just skipped over me. Okay, it's just, fine. Just go ahead. No worries. <laughs> I was still moving. Did you get everything all moved? I did. It's all organized. Not quite there. But we're working on it. Down in the two bedroom now? Yeah, two bedroom. It's nice. How about I come visit? I want to. Yes, was down to visit Dallas. Oh, yeah. And this I'm Cowboys game will be there. Malik, hit us with a question. Break with us? See. I've been working on my Spanish. With that Duolingo? See, see. Uh-huh. See. All right. So the question is if at any point in time, like history, event, conspiracy theory in life, where, what would you want to be a fly on the wall for? So for me, it would be like Area 51. Just be a fly on the wall in there to see what really goes down. And you have to kind of explain why. The reason why for me is we had this teacher in middle school. And he was a pilot beforehand. And we asked, and he was like, you can ask me any question about that for the beginning of the year. And then I don't really want to. He didn't like answering questions all the time about it. So we asked him, what about Area 51 since he was a pilot? And he said, I don't know really any specifics. But I do know when I was flying, the place, like the area where Area 51 is at was X'd out. It was like one of those places. I think he, I don't remember what he said it was called, like a black site or something, but they can't fly over it. And if they do fly over it, it has to be at like a certain elevation to where they can't see what's in the area. Huh. That's a good so, one. So I would like to be at Area 51. Really put me on the spot. <laughs> okay, I got one. I got one. Five Owen said, like, the Queen's Live Aid performance. Back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. After I saw it in Bohemian Rhapsody in the theater, that was like the best movie experience. Ever since I saw the movie in that last scene, and then I compared, I watched the YouTube comparisons where it, it was like the real thing and it was showing them side by side. Oh man, like everyone's just so excited and feels good and it feels like you're gonna live forever and i love queen and just the whole thing and then you don't even know like the rest of the world didn't even know that he was dying it was like his last performance and that's when they he reunited with queen i would kill to see that i'd kill to be there go ahead taylor uh no you go um i I can't think on the spot I have two, actually. The first one is the 2006 Rose Bowl when Texas beat USC. When Vince oh shows us fourth and five, and he heads to the corner, and he gets it. We win. Either that or a Mac Miller concert before he passed away. That is the two that I would pick. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, the kids are like, okay. <laughs> Mac Miller's like, Mac Miller's like the actual, like, the first... Celebrity that actually hit me. I was like, oh, damn. Like, oh, his dad? Dead. So, yeah. <laughs> Taylor? 
I guess it's, it's my turn now, isn't it? Um, y'all really put me on the spot, so I'm just going to say the one thing I would like to go back to is when the Spurs had Ginobili, Dirk, no, not Dirk. Um, what are their names? I can't Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. I told y'all, y'all Tony Parker. Not good with this. Tony Parker and uh, Tim Duncan and Ginobili. I would. Lo- I never got to go see them play, and I would love to go watch them three specifically play. Because I love the Spurs. I know I don't act like it because I didn't even know their names. But I do love the Spurs. <laughs> He's a big fan. No, I'm not. You may go get my Spurs jersey. All right. Let's recap this episode. Um, what y'all think of Bones? I like Bones. Well, I remember why I don't watch Bones. It starts out all nasty. Yeah. That was disgusting. I was eating. I was eating while I saw it. I was like, mm. Did you eat after you saw? Yeah. So why that body look like ribs? Look I had never seen bones before, but that was good. It was nasty at the beginning. Yeah. And also they like to use a lot of big SAT words. <laughs> you gotta study I'm up. A, I'm, I'm a ACT kind of guy. I don't. I don't know those words. <laughs> I didn't really particularly like Bones because I just thought the story. I mean, we'll we'll get into it as we discuss recap this episode. But I was like, the story's kind of lame. Like, I felt like it was more drama and what's going on. And but also, we watched a season finale, so maybe it was just like the finale was focusing on the lives more. There was a lot of drama. It was hard to get into the actual crime of the that specific episode because there was so much drama, and it followed the storyline so much. Yeah, because it feels like they could have like solved the actual crime in the first ten minutes of the show, but there was so much other stuff going on. Yeah, it will be interesting as we recap and piece this together because none of us really have seen Bones all the way through. So, some of my comments are about the drama and trying to piece together what ha- what's happening. Yeah. So, let's, let's get into it. We watched Bones Season 6, Episode 23, The Change in the Game. And it opens with the most annoying kid in the world. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is why I don't want kids, so... <laughs> deserved the butt whooping. He did. Body and scene are literally disgusting. It, it uh, makes like nasty barbecue. Do we don't need barbecue? He says, I have to eat lasagna after this. That's all that's what's good. I have no idea who the pregnant people are or the storyline, but I'm the guy anytime I eat something spicy. Oh, because he ate something spicy, and he's like, he couldn't handle it. Side note, me and Dalton went to this pizza place recently. Downtown, it's new. And I don't eat out often, and I definitely don't eat pizza. So this was like a big deal. And I didn't really look at the menu, but Dalton's like, let's just get this pizza. And I, I trust him. And he, and I was like, yeah, sure. It was the sp- I took one bite and he said I look like the deer in the headlights and immediately started sweating. It was so hot and I've never not been able to eat something at a restaurant 
but I had to scrape it all off and the bread was still hot. And apparently it was like, we looked it up afterwards to see what was so spicy. And it was like a chili that's 16 times hotter than a jalapeno. And I was so mad that I just protested all night by not eating dinner. Anyway, side note about how much I hate spicy things. Um, Bowling Alley was closed for 10 days and the show is making me want to throw up. Apparently people are known to have sex in the back of the bowling alley. That's nasty. That's the place where people trade shoes and they sweat in the same shoes. Uh, there's nothing about a bowling alley, bowling alley that's sexy. I... Nothing about it just like turns you on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's balls being clanked around. That doesn't sound pleasant. I, I don't wear rental shoes at bowling alleys. I wear my own shoes. You have your own bowling shoes? No, like I wear my own tennis shoes. I'm not going to put on. I didn't know that was allowed. Well, it is when I did it. It is if they don't see you. Um, he was dead a week before ending up in the pin setter, so he didn't die in the pin setter. Um, there they were able to identify the body as Jeff Baller by piecing together the stress fractures from repetitive bowling and enhancing the name on the shirt, along with the team name. Thunderballs. <laughs> the Thunderballs. That's that's a good bowling name. What's funny is there's a little girl on their team, and yes. they call, they decided that Thunderballs was a good name. Bunt's dad is on the bowling team, and he's a known murderer? Question mark. I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah, I never but seen I... the show, but they were really nonchalant about yeah. him being a known murderer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was like, I only know him because he was in a, what is that movie? White Chicks, The Dead. Mm-hmm. That, that's the only way I know. I didn't put that together. No, I didn't either. Uh, I was like, oh, I see, I still see he's MC Hammer broke. Okay, but like, what a coincidence. He's on this bowling team of this random dead guy. And why didn't you immediately start, like, it got out and her dad, then he would be like suspect number one. He's a murderer on the bowling team. Yeah, he would have for sure. They met with Bone's dad, who thinks a sore loser killed Jeff because Jeff was known as, quote-unquote, the gloater. Bone's dad proposed that Booth go undercover as his replacement since he has a sex injury and listen to the gossip. Wow. Okay, I love the cast of bowlers and now I want to join an 80s bowling league in the other team in the bowling league yeah but I want to I want to join one in like the what am I trying oldest like sketchiest bowling alley so I feel like those are the most fun most interesting cast of characters you can come join our bowling league here that we're going to start it's at a sketchy bowling alley they love the one on campus? Yeah, the one on campus. <laughs> We're starting a league. I'm trying to improve my skills. We had like a, a testing for it, and I, I shit the bed. I'm going to have to get better. <laughs> I can. I can. I can. In college. I don't think I'm not better at the link. Yeah. No, I don't know. No. 
Jeff was killed by a broken nose because a piece of his skull literally flew into his brain. Which is just crazy. I didn't know that was even, like, a thing that could happen. I don't think it is. I don't think this is what I don't like about Bones, is that all of this is too... Bones' dad be... It's just out there. Yeah, it's not realistic enough. Yeah, say your own. That part of the show, that's the part that kept pissing me off. Because they were using that, like, uh, spatula, like, what, software to figure out what killed him. The, oh, maybe a bat. Maybe this. I said, it's a bowling ball, y'all. It's a bowling ball. Well, a bowling alley, what else would you use? But it wasn't a bowling ball. But it wasn't a bowling ball. It wasn't a bowling ball. Oh, at the point, at the time. The shape of, at the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was just, I was literally yelling at the teak. I haven't yelled at the teak since I watched, like, Door the Explorer. Like, come on, people. <laughs> like, get it together. <laughs> okay. So then I have a quote from that little girl because I love her. And it says, I'm so good, they'll have to say it twice. When she was like, her goal was like, who is it? I'm going to be the world's. She's, I'm going to be the world champion of the world. Yeah, and Buns was like, you said it twice. And she's like, I'm so good. They'd have to say it twice. I hope my daughter's like her. A cocky <laughs> little spit. <laughs> it was good. Um, Hercules was only assigned to the team after the closer was killed. This is a real whodunit. We have, like, this cast of characters, and now we're trying to figure out which one. He hated the closer because he relied on luck and because the closer went around and told everyone that Hercules was bad. Hercules has God on his side though, so can't be bad. Apparently, Allison hits on everyone, including the closer, who was known to get all of the ladies. I feel like bowling links have this much drama though. I feel like this part is realistic i feel like oh, it's like yeah. that's real life it's just with maybe like 50 to 60 year old people not people yeah. as young as that yeah some single grandmas and grandpas oh and you know they're they're sleeping around oh yeah they got good backs bowling takes a good back i'll let y'all put that together on your own but <laughs> with the closer dead now Blake can become the Bully Alley heartthrob with the old ladies. Angie's water broke, but I was pretty sure the murder weapon was a bowling pin. Is what I, I that, that's what I thought. I thought they used a bowling pin. Yeah, but I'm with Aira. I thought it was something in the bowling alley, obviously. Like, why would you not? Yeah, exactly. Starting there, bowling alley. That's what you would think yeah i know what a mass spectrometer is and i'm pretty sure i used one in college sometimes i really get excited when i watch these murder cop shows and they're doing the sciencey part and i know what they're talking about so cool um, so i know what a mass spectrometer is kind of don't ask me to explain it murder weapon was probably a bowling ball i'm still with you a rod and i think at this point because I was like, okay, where am I going to go with the story from this? Whatever it is. Because it's not realistic at all. And I was like, okay, I will find a case where someone murdered someone with a bully ball. Like, that has to exist. Um, 
And then I couldn't use it because that's not what happened, but okay. And then I quoted sports sportsmanship is for losers and wannabes. I'm pretty sure that was that girl again. Probably. Very likely. Blake is a car thief who liked joy rides and the closer had a car repair shop. So that made them natural enemies. Which I don't know why that makes you natural enemies. Like you said, there's some other outside things that go on that, that don't make sense. The Raven thinks Jeff got what he deserved because he was a cheat. But also Jeff super glued the Raven's hand into the bowling ball and the Raven never bowled again. He went flying when he tried to throw that ball. <laughs> went flying. I can just imagine. Sounds like something out of a cartoon. I mean, I get your ego's a little hurt. Like, that's embarrassing. But to never bowl again, that seems a little ridiculous. Uh, for the bowling ball to just break the nose and not the whole face, it had to be a small force. And therefore, small mass and acceleration. Because, what is it, Taylor Force? That mass no. equals mass times acceleration. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that physics. <laughs> We're women instead. Hell yeah. Don't be anything else, though. Bones believes that Amber tampered with the floor on lane 12 to get more improbable split. So everyone's cheating. Like, how intense is this bowling league that you have to cheat? Hey, must have nothing else better to do. Must be money on it that we don't know about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's not that serious to to go to these stakes, but what do I know about bowling leagues? It might be. It's all I got to live for. <laughs> the closer never wore socks, and that's gross. See, that's what I'm talking about. How do you put on these bowling shoes with no socks? Back to my point, why I don't wear yeah. shoes. They probably feel musty. I feel like they have to enforce that. Like, how are you just letting people not wear socks and shared shoes? That's great. I feel like you would definitely be like spraying it. All you all you do is spray disinfectant spray on them. I worked at a rec center. I've sprayed the shoes before, and I'm never wearing the shoes. They don't even spray it good. They just give it a little spritz. Oh, there would be sometimes I would just wouldn't even put it inside. Like, we're good. Get it going. Someone got into the computer and recalibrated lane 12 so that the pin sat closer. So someone was cheating. So apparently there is a difference between a chip and a flake. Yeah, I I didn't get the point of differentiating. That was another thing that was like, this show's kind of dumb. Like, come on, man. Chip, flake. There's not that much that goes into it, I wouldn't think. I don't know. Whoever came up with this episode, they didn't put much thought into it. They weren't too busy with the drama. Is it with the pregnancy? The murder weapon is now a sparkly motorcycle helmet. The red motorcycle helmet. Red sparkly motorcycle helmet. (laughs) Apparently, the shoe guy drives a motorcycle. Pieces are coming together. So he killed Jeff because Jeff didn't wear socks. 
and his fingernails were falling out. So his girlfriend left him for the raven. That's the conclusion of this episode of this like murder. This season had an alley episode. Yeah, at that. And at, at that point, I was like, "Where do I go with this? Like, there is not a story where a guy killed another guy because he didn't wear his lights." I was like, I'm going to have to think outside the box on this one, and it will be a loose interpretation. <laughs> Similarities. But I was so annoyed. Like, that just is so... That doesn't happen. That's dumb. It it makes me mad how long it took them to, like, figure it out, and then it gets to the end, and they just sum it all up in, like, two minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they literally say it's a... a red sparkly helmet and then they point at the red sparkly helmet and then that's pretty much it that's all she wrote and they arrest him on the spot no more investigation that's it episode's over yeah but no we still still have some drama to get into okay everybody just wanted the guy to go oh this was the other part everyone just wanted the guy to go free because they hated jeff except for the redheaded demon I was maybe it was just a big tool, man. Sometimes, so you know what? I'm not saying that, but he was just probably a big tool. And they were all in cahoots. Murder him. I mean, that was they. Everyone's like, "No, it's okay. We're okay with him murdering him. He can go free. We're pretty sure he won't murder any of us because we wear socks." Like mm-hmm. honestly, this is an anger problem to kill someone over socks. So like. <laughs> Maybe it's not the socks next time. I was just like, people, you can't just decide that this man can that works. Yeah. Why did they think there was a chance for the baby to be blind? Yeah, I don't know that part either. And then I said, are Booth and Bones dating? Is it a secret? What's going on? Because, like... They acted weird the whole episode. Like, they acted like they weren't together, and then they were acting like they were together, and then she's like, oh, I'm pregnant with your baby. But it wasn't like this embrace of, like, oh, pure happiness because we're dating. I I have no idea what the relationship... They gave each other a creepy smile. I, I thought it was, like, a friends with benefits kind of thing, but... Yeah, I couldn't tell, but, like... The stuff with her dad, I don't know. I was like, this is weird. But she's pregnant with his baby. Uh, and then I wrote, to top it off, I love the Adele song at the end. It's highlight of the episode. Oh, facts. <laughs> oh, facts. I see. You know what? More shows should have Adele in it. That's not even her original song. It don't matter. Any song that's sung by Adele should be in more shows and movies. True that. It was a good closer. It was like the highlight. I actually shazammed it on my phone. Wait, I did. <laughs> when the did you really? Yeah, it's <laughs> making make you feel my love by Adele. It was like originally sung by like Bob Dylan. I think that's right. Yeah, he's a he's a country guy, old country guy. So where where did I where did I go? What direction? Did I play this episode? Um, you know, so I was like, obviously, it has to take place at a bowling alley. That's that's all I really got. <laughs> and I had two cases that I was looking at. And 
one was like well hey rod there's a huge bowling alley bowling alley massacre that's unsolved in las cruces have you heard of it oh no but i'm interested to hear it well it's not this case oh why bring it up then it's pretty it's pretty famous like i had our now i'm gonna have to look it up but go ahead you can look up all the conspiracies um but there's also like a triple homicide at a bowling alley in littleton colorado which is not far from here so i was like huh maybe i should do that one because that one seems interesting and it's not as popular but then i found this case and there's not much to this case it's pretty like open and shut and I was like, well, that's pretty much what the Bones episode was. <laughs> so maybe it shares more similarities. But, you know, I wrote this in, like, February. And since then, I'm like, you know what? More stupid things are happening in America like this. So, like, maybe we should just shed light on one and then talk about how senseless this all is going on. So I'm going to tell you about the story well not the story but the murder of lacavia jackson now we're episode three and we finally hit a murder i just want y'all to realize that but let's get into it so lacavia jackson was born in 1992 i can't read my handwriting um sharino jackson in atlanta georgia where she lived throughout her life Around the age of 18, she met Jeffrey Lamar Williams while the two were staying at the same apartment complex. Do y'all know that name? Say the name again. Jeffrey Lamar Williams. It sounds pretty common to me. You might know who he is. I think you might. Um, In 2008, the couple welcomed a son to the world. But soon Williams would leave Lacavia and his son to pursue a rap career with the rapper named Young Thug. Y'all, y'all know who Young Thug is? Yeah, familiar. Like the the did it did it lifestyle, like that Young Thug. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, I don't know any of his music, so maybe. <laughs> All right, keep going. Lacavia's sister, y- Yasha Jackson. Um, describe Lacavia as a little bitty person with a big personality. She was the one who did everything for me. My kids, my mom, her son. She was our backbone. So, overall great person. Amazing mom. Um, you know, she had this child with Young Thug, but she really didn't have any social media because she just kind of wanted to stay out of the limelight and not really... Like, they weren't together anymore, and she was okay with that, and just really didn't want the pu- publicity that comes with having sharing a child with someone famous like that. So just really down to earth, really an incredible mother in person, and was just trying to make her own. Um, on March 17th, 2022, so this is kind of recent, Kamiya was meeting... Yasha and some friends at Metro Fun Center in Atlanta celebrate her best friend's birthday. And Metro Fun Center is kind of like um, like a main event. Like it has bowling, arcade, like different things you can do there. 
They decided to go bowling and were in a lane next to a couple on a date, Joshua Fleetwood and Imani Spears. At some point in the night, Latavia believed that the ball she was playing fed back to Fleetwood and Spears' lane, so she went to retrieve it. Not a big deal. Happens all the time. Those things break very, very often. It's annoying. This started a heated argument between the couple and Latavia. However, the argument ended and everyone went on their way, or so we thought. Fleetwood and Spears left before the birthday group, but Yesha noticed that Fleetwood came back in, seeing if they were still bullying, then leave again. He did this several times. Interesting. When the party left the bowling alley just before 11 p.m., they were met outside by Fleetwood and Amani waiting for them. The fight continued and Fleetwood proceeded to pull a gun and shoot Lucavia, then the couple drove off, still shooting and laughing. Some articles say the argument broke out again in the parking lot and someone from both sides retrieved guns from the cars and both started shooting. I don't know how true that is. It was about 50-50 in the sources, but Yesha, the sister, gave an interview and she didn't mention guns from her from her party's side but she did mention that there were kids there with them that night um their kids were there that night so they had exited the bowling alley with kids on march 31st police arrested fleetwood and charged him with murder possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony possession of a firearm by a convicted felon so not his first rodeo um, Fleetwood had been arrested 16 times before on a variety of charges, including fraud, narcotics, fleeing police, and criminal trespass. So nothing too violent in his past. Spears was arrested on April 13th and charged with murder, possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony, violation of uh, street gang terrorism, and prevention act which is felony murder and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon she was released on bell on september 29th while they were both away separate trials geisha had this to say about her sister this is something new to me i miss her to see my mom hurt to see my kids asking about her her son hurting he's only 14 that's not fair for a child not to be able to have his mom the Atlanta homicide commander, Ralph the Hulk, stated that 41% of homicides in Atlanta in 2022, only by April, um, stem from escalating disputes. He was quoted saying, we talk about conflict resolution time and time again. This is an escalated dispute over a bowling ball. Let's see one great bowling ball. They got some anger issues. Yeah. I mean, you argue, you get heated, but you waited. He waited out there. You had time to let the anger go. I mean, he was, yeah, and he came in and out, in and out, making sure they were still there, her, waiting. Yeah. It wasn't the heat of the moment. Like, you can't claim that. You wait, you just... You just wanted to kill someone that night. 
he was feeling dangerous that night. Yeah, he woke up feeling it. Feeling dangerous. And I don't know how him, how long him and that girl had been dating. For them, for him to be like, let's way out here for them and her to be like, okay. Maybe she's just dumb. Oh, okay, let's just wait outside. Wait outside for what? Like, you could have just gone home. You could have just gone home at that point you left. You could have gone and got some ice cream. You could have gone and got a drink somewhere. You could have just left. Like, I mean, like like the police guy said, it was it was a bowling ball. That's all it was. Can you imagine being a police officer and, and asking, what's, what's this all about? A, a bowling ball. So, uh, can, can you repeat that? <laughs> like... Having to explain to her son why he doesn't have a mom anymore. And you have to say, well, it's because of a a bowling ball. It's insane. Like, I don't know. There's so many more stories like this. Imagine ever getting that mad where that goes on in my head to hurt someone. I can barely even yell at someone. I yell at people. I can't imagine killing someone over a bowling ball or anything for that matter or if the bowling the bowling alley or if they support that young buck and all his future endeavors the son mm-hmm. even hope I hope the bowling society got together and did something nice for him. that's a good point so yeah we do have some theories um some theorists believe that, um, y'all may know more about this than I do. I had to do research because this was like all news to me. And now I see it on my Twitter feed and I was like, I know a little about that. Um, I don't know if you do or not. So fill in some blanks if you do. But some theorists believe that Fleetwood killed Lacavia because he had connections to YFM Lucy? Leaky? Do you know who that is? I I think he's another Atlanta-based rapper, and he has beef with Young Thug. Wait, sorry, can you repeat the name? YFN Lucy? Lucy? I know YFN Nelly. Yeah, I know that. Maybe. No, I'm pretty sure it's L-U-C-Y-N-N. No, Y-F-N. Oh, F-N. L-U-C-C-I? L-U-C-C-I, yeah. Just keep going. I'll look them up. Okay. So apparently they have beef between each other. Um, and Fleetwood had connections to YFN, or YFN. And I guess this was his way of getting back at Young Thug, was to target Lucavia. Both rappers are the same age, and both are from Atlanta. So direct competition. The beef started in 2017 when Young Thug made a tweet comparing himself to Tupac. He was spelling himself that day. Do you believe that he can be compared to Tupac? No. no. I don't, if I don't know who he is, then he can't be compared to Tupac. No, Young Thug, Young Thug made the comparison himself to Tupac. Oh, like, oh well. No, but still, still, no, not. Still, still not. Still not. Still not. Still not. Not even close. I think Carson listens to Young Thug. 
Okay, Carson. I have I have some songs for him, but no, no way near too far. Um. So YFN had an issue with this. Okay. The other thing is, this Tupac was a West Coast rapper. Well, in the beginning he was an East, East Coast. Started in the East. What? Yeah, he started in the East, and then he went to the West Coast. Yeah, he was born in like New York or something. And then he went to which should night and all that in death row. Okay. We're really educating Kenzie right now. No, no, no. Because I've listened to a lot. I listened the last podcast on the left had like a three part Biggie and two part series, but the first part is all about like the the rapping um, history between West Coast and East Coast and the start of death row records and Puff Diddy, and so it goes into all this history. And on my book club book list is a book that they use for their research that, like, goes into detail about all these different rappers and the beefs and, like, West Coast versus East Coast and everything. So I've done a lot of research. I find it really interesting. I want to read the book. Oh, um, yeah. I just don't remember Tupac starting on the West Coast or the East Coast, but I knew he was a part of um, Death Row. So in the Tupac, uh, then the Tupac, movie that came out a while back. I don't know how much is true, but he was actually trying to make a death row East Coast. So they oh, could I haven't that. Yeah, and then he died. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, Young Thug thought Barry that he was the next Tupac. Um, and Wyatt Effin did not like, he had an issue with this, and he tweeted making fun of Young Thug in a dress at his, on his last album cover. Young Thug responded by threatening YFN with a deep sleep, quote-unquote, is what the tweet said. So YFN does what all rappers do when they get in a beef, and he dropped a song called Light Pop. And the beef died after this. So, Young young Thug didn't really have a response to that. But then in 2019, the two went back and forth on Instagram. In 2021, Young... Oh, wait. I did write... Oh, no. It's part of, in 2021, Young Thug released the song, Bad Boy, which made a dig at YNF, YNF, threatening his mom. Around the same time, YNF's mom was shot at. So that's not a good look. So the theory is that they had this beef, and then Young Thug, they was rumored to have shot at Wineup's maw, and so then to get back at Young Thug, he shoots his son's mother, Young Thug's um, son's mother. Didn't it? Was like this conspiracy theory. So some believe that it's not just like this random act of violence. I see. I see how it's all coming together. But this whole theory has been dismissed because Fleetwood doesn't have a known connection to Wynep. So it's never been proven in court um, that there was this connection between Wynep and Fleetwood. So it's just like some conspiracy theories out there. It's an interesting conspiracy theory. All of the, I mean, that all happened in 2021. Um, like, Lokavia passed in 2022. So, it's not, like, out of the realm. 
There's an interesting theory to swing it all the way back to that. It definitely makes it make more sense than just over a bowling ball. I know you you kind of almost want to believe it just so that it's not as senseless as it seems. I'm going to choose to believe it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's crazy because one of the other cases I was looking at, I mean, a lot of shootings happen at bowling alleys. And one of them was like, that I was reading about, it's been a little bit, but there was like a group of these like teenage boys and this other group of like, I don't know, 20, mid-20s. I don't, they were like, one group was like 18 and 19 maybe and the other ones were like 25 and up. And they like bumped into each other said some words things got heated the 20 something year old like turned around and left and one of the younger ones just turned like just opened fired on everyone and killed several people and he shot that guy like 15 times just i mean over this dispute at a bowling alley of just hitting him and that kid's so young he's so young to just flip the switch and, and pull out a weapon I don't want to go bowling no more. I'm about to drop out of this league. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, since I wrote this, so this was like a senseless death. Like, this didn't need to happen. It was over a bully ball. And since then, what, we had one week where a kid walked up to the wrong neighbor. He was shot. A girl drove into the wrong driveway trying to turn around. She was shot. Two cheerleaders ac- accidentally got into the wrong car. They were shot. Senseless. Absolutely senseless, though. Like, there's no need for that. It's just like... I mean, I guess, like, from the time that Lacavius' story happened and took place, we didn't really hear about it. And to be honest, it probably got more media attention the most at the time because of her connection to a celebrity type person and we're I mean the ones that all happened in one week got you know plenty of attention not plenty they could always use more but they got attention so maybe we're starting to realize these these senseless senseless acts but I picked this story because I got so heated because I was so mad because it was so dumb and then I was like this is how I feel about the Bones episode too so I guess that's now they're similar <laughs> just nonsense you should have you should have read it over the Cruces one too gives a two for <laughs> that one's long that one's so long I there's so many parts to it I live 1.9 miles away from where the shooting happened. And then they set it on fire. It wasn't just like a, a mass shooting. They set it on fire, but it was like, all oh, when was this? Uh, let me check real quick. It was in the morning. Like, they were open. February 10th, 1990. Yeah. Okay. There wasn't like, it was like in the morning. There weren't like people bowling there. They were like opening or closing. Uh, opening. It just yeah. opened. Yeah, there wasn't anyone patrons there yet. They had just pulled the money. Like prime time of bowling. And no, so 
that's where like all the conspiracy come from. I don't I don't think anything was stolen. It was like it's a robbery, but not a robbery. They couldn't figure yeah. out why. The initial reports were that it was supposed to be a robbery and then things just went south. It's like there's so many theories. They haven't caught it. It's unsolved. Mm-hmm. I was about to add that. Still one of the biggest massacres in New Mexico history. But it kind of reminds me of the yogurt shop murders in Austin, Texas. Have you all heard of that one? Mm-hmm. The recent? How I don't remember when it was from, but it was like two girls were working and closing the yogurt shop. And their younger, two younger sisters were there and they were like all going to spend the night together after the girls got off work. And their bodies had been found and they all four had been shot and put in the freezer and I think set on fire like just the bodies maybe or maybe the yogurt shop all together and they never caught who did that I think it's funny how me and A-Rod lived there but we don't know what it is exactly which should tell you about how much happens in Austin that people don't know about like the serial killer a lot Mm -hmm. oh yeah so now there's like uh what is it? There's like police officers who ride on ATVs through the night. Mm-hmm. They 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 or they they work on like shifts or whatever, driving through the parks, Lady Bird Lake Park and all that. Wow, that's like part of a deeper conspiracy. Like they think those murders are linked to ones in Boston and Chicago, and it's this like fool called the Happy Face Killers. Like they don't think it's just like one person, but like a group or some like underground group, um, that like pick up men, leaving bars, and kill them, and then they put them in a body of water, and somewhere around where the body's found, there's always like a smiley face graffitied somewhere. It's not a proven theory because these places typically have like a lot of graffiti anyway, so there's no proof that the smiley face like showed up at the same time as the body did or was recent or had anything to do with it but it's a coincidence that a lot of bodies have turned up and there's always a smiley face i ever heard of a new report of them finding a body recently they had to move somewhere else because they started patrolling sorry i feel like i feel like you know they're they're gonna do it again eventually Probably, but they're probably gonna well, wait till like it dies down a little bit, and then. So do you? Do you think control the errors? Do you think it's one person, or do you think it's? Um, I think it started as no, one person. I think, but then you know, there's a bunch of cuckoos out there who believe in the in his beliefs or whatever. That believe in his cause, and they're doing it for what you call to be like that person. I'm with A Rod. I hate group killing people, whatever you want to call them, because then I feel like it becomes trendy, like the clown thing. Oh yeah, that was probably the worst time. I damn that shit. Yeah, that was not fun times. There's like you're worse than that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, saw one one time. We were going to Walmart in Angelo, and it was like 2 a.m., and we just seen one slowly walking by, no. crying, 
And Walmart was to the left, and he was down the street. I really told Malik, you know, Malik, I'm really thinking about just driving straight and hitting him. I said, nah, fuck that. Let's turn around. <laughs> we turned around the middle of the road. I said, nah, we're not going to Walmart that, tonight. It was the same night when they reported they have seen a clown near the air uh, by the by the base. I, I saw one one time during the day in Angelo, but it was more of like a joke type thing. It was chilling on the bridge of some red uh, over the red market street, and it was just staring oh, straight ahead at the there. road. That's, that was a I didn't like that. I I've seen that one. I've seen them multiple times. It's like the it's Georgie from Hit. It was yeah. it's in a yellow raincoat with a red balloon. I shimmered so just standing. I've seen multiple. I've seen that person multiple times there. I would have freaked out if I would have ever seen one that night. I remember being on high alert. That's for sure. Taylor, there's like a Criminal Minds episode about the clown thing, and I'm. I'm waiting for it to come up so I can cover some clown murders. That one was... I remember that one. Okay, but y'all need to look up the Happy Face Killers and tell me if you don't believe that's what's going on in Austin. Because I'm a firm believer. Have they found anything, like, in common with the men that have been murdered? Like, is it a certain race? Do they do a certain thing? They just all... They're usually younger. Like, late 20s, early 30s. And they're leaving the bar. They've all left the bar. And they don't know how they're getting these guys. Like, they don't know if, like, someone's pulling up and asking them if they want to ride. Um, There have been, like, different reports on their various levels of, like, intoxicated. It's not like all of them are drunk out of their mind. Mm-hmm. What if it's a... Okay. I'm going on a conspiracy theory. So, like, don't believe anything I'm saying because this is all coming... Not coming from a lot of research. It's coming from all these shows that I watch. What if it's a group of women? What if the happy face killers are women killing men because they feel spited? Or they like black widow types? Or they're trying to protect girls that they feel like, you know, that as a whole, like they feel like these men are maybe not the best men to women? And what if it's that? And that's how they're getting these guys. Like, hey, like, they talk to them on the street. In in today's world, I can see it. Yeah. I, there's this podcast about, I forgot what it's called. But it's basically kind of like what you're saying. Where all these, like, serial killers and stuff. But they're actually women. Because all the victims are men. And it's, or powerful men. And there's women that kill them. Instead of whoever they pin the killings on. It's very interesting. I have to figure out what it was, what it was called. Yeah. This is my theory now. I'm going to start a Reddit account. Just so I can throw this theory out there. See what all the other Redditors think. I do want to go on record and say that I don't, I don't know anything about these men. So I absolutely... They could not have deserved it. They could have been the best men to women. I'm just saying maybe in these women's eyes... They are, or they just feel that way about men in general and take it out on anyone, regardless if they're good to women or not. Um, so I don't, I don't want to throw the victims under the bus and say that they were mean to women. I don't know that they, they could have been perfect, you know. I was like, there's actually like a Facebook group, like something on Facebook that like 
they're all coming together and bringing evidence and they're trying to figure out the criminals themselves. Yeah, it's which, like the, the Ladybird serial killer group or something. Which I'm like, uh, maybe you should leave it to the the professionals. Uh, try to take matters into your own. Yeah, let's, let's not make ourselves a target here. Yeah. But wasn't like the Austin police saying that they weren't connected for a while? Weren't they like... These are like isolated incidents, saying trying to say like these men like fell into the lake or something. Like they didn't believe they were murdered. Well, wouldn't you want them to say that too, so you won't freak people out? No, I would want them everyone to know. By the way, there might be a serial killer if you go down Radio Street. Maybe don't go home with the stress here. Be vigilant. Yeah, or like. Maybe just to, like, let people know to avoid Rainy Street if they don't want to risk it. I've seen a lot of superhero shows, Kins. They like to keep things a little in the racks. They like to give them a little bit of the truth. And then just hide the rest until they can figure it out. Okay, well, me and Taylor have said seen Criminal Minds, and that's more closely related to this. Well, y'all join that group, and y'all try to find... The murder, murderer or murderer, and get back to us. All right. Are you ready to wrap this bad boy up? See. All right. Drum roll for next week's episode. <laughs> NCIS New Orleans, season one, episode five. It happened last night. What does it string on? Paramount found out okay i got that yep um and next week's i will just say it's a long one a lot of detail a lot of history we're sticking with the celeb thing although they're not a celeb they're just rich and powerful and famous damn and with that i'm your host kinsey Hisman. this is crime on prime time and we'll see you back here next wednesday Yes, sir, sir. Episode three of the books, baby. Let's go. <laughs>